I'm definitely feeling like unnatural levels of stress happening today. Actually, I don't even know if it's fair to call it unnatural when I'm naturally kind of like a high cortisol sort of person. Maybe it's just me, but I do think it's interesting as humans that you can know that you're somebody that runs high stress and then like continue to do the things that don't help with the high stress. So if you are someone with high cortisol levels like myself, I don't know why people like me made my double shot of espresso this morning because that's not going to help anything. But here I am sitting here drinking it while I talk to you. The fact of the matter is I've just overbooked myself and I also have too many hobbies. I think that's sort of the like not inside joke about being a friend with me is what hobby does Kelsey have now? What activity are you doing? Why do you have so many hobbies? This is something I'm very overly sensitive about for quite a few reasons, but I've definitely overbooked myself. I definitely have too much going on. And then it sort of starts to feel like you can't do everything well because you're like kind of a jack of all trades trying to do too much. It all started in 1991. No, this more recent one started, I think, literally last week. Is that timing right? Yeah. Looking at the calendar, that feels accurate. I bought a skateboard. Specifically, I went down the rabbit hole and bought a surf skate, which if you're like I was 10 days ago and didn't know what a surf skate was, it's like if you took a skateboard and then skateboards have these things called trucks which are not things you drive. They're like the things that attach the wheels to the deck of the board. So surf skates have a specific kind of truck that has almost like a spring in it or something. And it makes it move in a way that when you ride, it can mimic like the motion of surfing. So you sort of get this like proxy for surfing and you can surf on land and you can like pump the board the same way surfers can pump their board on water to like gain momentum and speed and blah, 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 blah. And like carve and all this other kind of crap. I don't really know why that became the fixation. I must've gotten served something on Instagram or YouTube, which kind of shows how impressionable my young mind is that I, I honestly probably saw like one person doing this online and thought, okay, I have to go down the rabbit hole. And when I say I went down that rabbit hole, I mean, I like really went down it. I put on the blue dress and the white apron. I put on a black headband. I had some tea and cookies. I did the eat me, drink me thing. And I was down that fucking rabbit hole real deep. I started to get so fixated researching all of the different boards out there, how to surf skate. Then I was like down the longboarding rabbit hole. And then I like actually went and bought the boards. So I ordered a longboard on Amazon, which doesn't make me feel super great. And it also still hasn't come yet, which is super weird. That was like a week ago. But then I drove to a surf shop in Mill Valley, which is only like maybe 15 minutes south of where I live. And Mill Valley is this like weird granola kind of place. It's not weird. I'm not saying that in a bad way, but it is a very like Marin, California wealth meets granola hippie. So like if you were trying to plagiarize this like hippie granola hiking, nature loving lifestyle, but then you did it wearing like very expensive clothes, that's sort of the vibe that Mill Valley gives you. But apparently there's a surf shop there. So I went into the surf shop and I asked about surf skates and they had a couple of the brand that I was looking at, which if you're interested in surf skating, I got a Carver. So I go in I've never touched one of these boards in my life. So the imposter syndrome isn't just like there, it's valid. I am an imposter. And there's this weird level of intimidation. I feel like places like surf shops and skate shops and music stores sort of project onto the world. 
This could just be me. Maybe I'm the only one that gets intimidated by those types of establishments, but that's how I've always felt. Going into any music store, I'm like, okay, I can't play. I'm a beginner. I'm an imposter. This is a joke. Why am I here? And I just feel the same about pretty much any other, anything else like that. And maybe it's because I think these people are very cool and therefore I can't possibly be on their level. But so I walk into the store and it's honestly like, top 15 coolest stores I've ever been into. And that's probably just because it's a surf shop. Honestly, I should just go to more surf shops, but it had like a coffee shop attached to it. There were all these people like hanging out. It was a vibe. It was a moment. People were like reading their books. They were probably writing books. They were on laptops. They looked like they were doing things that had meaning in the world. They were probably like solving actual big issues on the planet all while having coffee outside of a surf shop. So I give myself away as a beginner pretty immediately because I get the board, I bring it to the front of the store, but then I ask for a helmet. And then I had to go down this path of like, okay, I want a helmet because my husband says I have to have a helmet if I'm going to do this. But then do you guys have any ones that are cute? He's got to be in his 40s. He looks super cool. He's probably surfed a million waves and done a ton of skating. And he's trying to help this little woman find a helmet. And the look on his face, because I asked him straight up, I was like, how do I look? which I feel like is a dangerous trap of a question for women to ask men in general. But to ask this poor guy, he literally looked at me and was like, you do look a little like a baseball player. But I bought the helmet anyway. I plopped it all in my car, drove on home, packed a bag, got my headphones out, and then set out to skate for the first time. I used to be very afraid of trying new things. I was petrified of trying anything new. That's why I watch the same shows over and over again. That's why when I go to restaurants, I order the exact same thing over and over again. It's why I don't really listen to like new music. I have playlists that are packed with songs that I've heard a thousand times and have been listening to probably since 2012. It's kind of an anxiety or a comfort thing. I don't like new things because new things mean potential failure. Being a beginner means a lot of failure. You have to fail a lot to get good at anything ever. And I mean, even me talking about feeling like an imposter walking into these stores, like the language around that, rather than saying, I'm not an imposter, I'm just a beginner. I'm starting wherever that guy who's super cool and told me I look like a baseball player in that helmet and confirmed that I look like a dork. Like that guy started someday. It wasn't yesterday, but he started someday. I wouldn't say that that fear of trying new things is gone, but getting a random urge to pick up a skateboard of sorts and then going outside and putting that thing on the ground and taking the first step on it and like borderline almost falling on my ass because that is a very unstable thing to try and do. It's a plank of wood. It is a plank of wood on four wheels and it can go in whatever fucking way it wants to go. And as a beginner, you have very little control over what's happening. So I feel like weirdly stepping on that skateboard was sort of this very like symbolic, I have no control moment, but I'm going to try this anyway. And I've never been a person that enjoys like actually enjoys the process of learning something new, like learning to bake sourdough bread was a very emotional and traumatic experience. Now that I can make the bread and I can make it well, I love baking. I love sourdough bread. But if you hand me like a new recipe and I think I'm going to fuck it up, I'm going to be upset and anxious the entire time. And then by the time you actually bake the bread and it's crap because it's your first time baking a new recipe, I get like mad. But skateboarding doesn't do that because I think you're just kind of bad or slightly out of control at all times. Like even when you think you're in control while you're on a skateboard, you're still like slightly out of control and any small movement could make it so that you end up on your ass anyway. This has been the most fun I've had doing a physical activity 
in decades. Like I honestly getting on that board and pushing myself even a few feet and carving even a little bit, even that first day when I was still really trying to figure, I I like how I'm talking about this. Like I've been doing this for like three years now. It's been like 10 days. I swear to God, it's been 10 days. But even that first day, it was just the most fun I've had in so long and in a different way than, I don't know, playing guitar or writing or all these other things. It just felt good to be that level of like borderline reckless. It really did. Like you honestly could fall. You honestly could get hurt. Something could happen. I think I'm in control. I'm not really in control. And so then when I do get the board to do what I want it to do, it feels so good. I have no idea what my next obsession will be. Sometimes I'm very sensitive about this, about the comments about the number of hobbies I have or what's your new fixation. And I'm sensitive about this for a few reasons, a lot of which I'm trying to like dig up and still understand. One of them, I think, is that I sometimes worry that my hunger for trying these new things is me trying to fill a hole. Because people who are truly content in their lives and comfortable, don't go out searching for a bunch of things to fill all the spaces that they feel are missing inside of themselves. I've definitely been taught that and believe that about relationships, for example. Like if you can't be comfortable enough with yourself to be single for a bit and just be with you, you end up going out and trying to search for all of these different things in other people rather than kind of like turning inwards and getting that from yourself. So that's one concern. I also sometimes think about that if I think I have a shopping addiction. I do like to shop. And statistically, women do shop for the household more than men. So I am, I'm very with the statistics on that one. But sometimes I'm like, okay, do I do that? Do I hunt for these new things to like fill holes inside of me? And so I start to get like self-conscious about that, that there's a reason I'm not like comfortable in my own skin or something. So I need to go out and try to do all of these new hobbies or new activities because I need something to do. Like I can't sit with myself or something. So there's that. The other thing I get a little bit, I guess, or not, I guess, I know sensitive about is like, do I have a bit of an addictive personality? I'm sensitive about that because addiction, it just generally runs in my family. It's around. So like, if you know you even have a little bit of addiction in your family and you are of the belief that addiction can be genetic in some way, so whether that's like your grandparents, your uncles, your siblings, your parents, literally anybody, once that's there and that like seed has sort of been planted, you become very hyper aware of the things that you do get obsessed with. And you can become very hyper aware of your tendency to fixate on things or your potential to become addicted to things. So I think about that every time I have a drink of something. I think about that every time I have a headache and I turn down a painkiller, a Tylenol or something. Because again, if you know that something like this runs anywhere in your gene pool, you're concerned. Like you've seen what it can do to people and you've seen how the brain can latch onto stuff and it's scary. So I do get sensitive about it because I worry like, oh, is this the way that it's kind of taking shape for me? And it's not necessarily in like an unhealthy way, the same as a substance abuse problem would be, but is it still healthy to get so fixated on things? The third reason I get sensitive about it is because I don't know that being a jack of all trades, a renaissance woman, I don't know that being a person that has like a bunch of things that you do is so celebrated in this society, or maybe it's more celebrated now than it used to be. But when I was growing up, it's like, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, a doctor. 
oh, what sport do you play? Oh, I play golf. Oh, I play soccer. Like, I think there's a reward for being a specialist to be the person that's really good at guitar or really good at writing or really good at math or whatever it is. Like we like when people specialize in something or when it's easy, or we even like when we specialize in something because then it's easy to put it into a box, right? I am a physician. I am a whatever. Like being multifaceted is sort of interesting to me. And I just wonder... I'm not really that great at anything. Like I'm good at a lot of things. I'm good at, I'm reasonably decent or good at a lot of different things. Reasonably good at baking, reasonably good at cooking, reasonably good at playing this instrument, reasonably good at singing, okay at doing this, okay at doing that. But am I ever like actually excellent and like very proficient at any one thing? Not really. So I'm a writer. Have I ever published a book? No. I did blogging or I did content creation. Did I ever do that full time? No. I had randomly at one point, I made a line of like scarves. Like I got a factory and sourced fabric and had the patterns made and the blocks made and had them produced. Did I do that for? No, no. I don't do anything all the way. I don't dedicate everything to one thing. I'm a little bit all over the place and I'm super sensitive about that. So I'll have people in my life my husband, my friends, coworkers, acquaintances, literally anybody, people on social media. And they're like, what, another hobby? Wow, you have so many hobbies, so many things you're doing. And it's not their fault. Like it really is not someone's fault when they say something and it ends up like chipping away at this sensitive spot that they don't know I have, but I do have it. Not that this sensitivity is stopping me because clearly I'm still picking up new hobbies as if I'm like a frat boy in a bar. I just, I am sensitive about it. A lot. And I do think about it every time I post yet another thing on social media. And I'm clearly going through something because I don't know what else would possess a 30 year old woman to wake up one morning and go buy a skateboard, but I did it and I've had a good time. So I don't regret it, but I'm curious to see what's next. You know what I mean? Like I'm just going to keep collecting hobbies like Pokemon cards. And honestly, my poor husband is just along for the ride. Like I was getting tattooed last week and I was telling, <laughs> I was telling the artist about, about the skateboarding, first of all, because he was like, you probably shouldn't do that while this is healing. I was telling him about all these hobbies and all these things and how I just wake up and I want to do this and I want to do that. And now I think my husband is just honestly along for the ride at this point. Like he's just such a sweet man. He's an accountant. You know what I mean? Like that's what he is. He's an accountant and he's just, his hands are gripping the wheel and they're white knuckled at this point as he wakes up every day and just has to be like, what am I going along with today that this woman wants to try and do? Cause he's not on the skateboard. He's not getting the tattoos. He's like this very stable, comforting teddy bear of a man in my life while I'm spiraling slightly out of control to the left. The tattoo is entering its itchy phase. So I'm kind of like slapping myself as I sit here recording this because you can't scratch at it. Otherwise it'll heal like shit. Anyway, as per usual with these episodes, I don't really know what my point is. I guess, I guess I want to be less self-conscious about trying a bunch of different shit. I'm definitely hungry right now. Like I'm hungry, not for eggs, Benny, but I'm hungry for life because it's very short and I want to try all of the things and maybe I'll never be like excellent at one thing, but I want to try all the things and I want to do so many things before my time is up. 
So I don't know what's next. Oh, that was something interesting I talked about with the tattoo artist, actually, because I made a comment about how high commitment tattoos used to feel to me. And I think that's what the man, the authority, the older generations, that's what they want us to believe because it like instills fear. Like, oh, you can't do that. It's permanent. You want that for the rest of your life? What's it going to look like when you're old? Well, the fact of the matter, sweetheart, is it's not actually guaranteed I'm going to get old. And that sounds like a depressing way to live, but it's actually very empowering when you can get over the fear of dying and the fear of death. And that artist that was tattooing my ankle gave me that same validation. He was like, you know, people only say that because they're afraid of dying, right? And I was like, yeah, I think I agree. Because the body is sort of like this meat shell. It's very temporary. And when you can acknowledge that and realize that like, None of it is actually permanent because you're this, this life is not permanent and none of it's guaranteed and none of it's promised. So once you kind of like realize that you realize there's not a sense of permanence in anything, least of all a tattoo or a mark on your body. And it's very freeing. Anyway, that was a really cool conversation to think about. But yeah, it's that same level of like almost being aware of your own mortality or aware of the sense of time that makes you extra hungry to try things, makes you willing to try new things and not give a shit if you suck at it or if you look like a beginner or if you're failing. Like I truly would really have just the idea of being a beginner like musician, a beginner artist, a beginner writer, a beginner skateboarder, snowboarder, any of this would have been horrifying to me to have to look like I'm not in control when I'm somebody that's like so far up in my career and I can enter a boardroom or a meeting room with confidence and feel like I know how to like manage the room. So then to strip that away, all that power we work so hard to get and to gain in our adult life, you strip that away to become a beginner again is very childlike, which is also why I think the fun of it feels so childlike and so innocent and raw and real. That's why I think getting on a surf skate for the first time made me literally feel like a kid again. That's not just a phrase. And now I get it. It's a real thing to feel like a kid again because it took away all of those, I don't know, adult weights of like self-consciousness and fear. And it just took all of it away. And I got pure enjoyment out of like not even being good at something. So go try something new, kids, and don't feel shitty about it if you suck at it. There was a great audio clip that's trending on Reels right now, and it's like, oh God, I can't, it's got, it's got music to it, so I'm not going to do it well, but it's like, sucking at something is the first part of being sort of good at something. That's literally the, it just repeats over and over again. And that, <laughs> that audio track got me right in the feels. Because yeah, if you want to be like even remotely good at something, you kind of have to suck at it first. So go get a skateboard, go try to do something you've always wanted to do. I'm going to be that amazing influence of a parent or an aunt or a godparent that's like, go get the tattoo. Do you want to go get tattoos? <laughs> I'm going to be that person because you know what? Life is fucking short. So go try something new. Go do something new. And yeah, let's end it like Drake. YOLO. YOLO.